Talking Spurs, the football podcast that isn't just about football. I'm Acid. And my name is Patty. And this week, we're going to talk about the amazing Tottenham Crystal Palace game at home, where we won 4-0. And then we're going to move into our social media roundup, where we talk about our favorite posts from Spurs Official and our favorite players. And this week's surprise, surprise, Baby of the Week has a new rival. Before anything else, there are a few things we want to talk about. First is a shout-out to the Tottenham Hotspur women. They play their first home game at the, at the Hive in the top flight in the Barclays FA Women's Super League against Liverpool. It just ended. They won 1-0 with Rachel Furness scoring the game's only goal at the end of the first half. Congrats, ladies! Go, ladies! Next, the we mentioned the Ascals last week, and the game we hyped, unfortunately, didn't, didn't turn out hype-worthy. Oh, no! Unfortunately, the Ascals lost at home 2-5 to Syria. But good news, they won the next game against Guam away only four days later, winning 4-1. It's early in the group stage, so we're still in there. Laban, Pilipinas. Laban, Laban. Oh my goodness. But I mean, good job for winning an away game. That's quite tough. Yes. So, yeah. Where are away games played? In Guam? They went all the way to Guam? They did, yes. Wow. Imagine the jet lag and, and the travel and to think, and that's where they won. Speaking of away games with surprise results. So this one was quite crazy. So last night, well, uh, depending on when this airs, but uh, this week we also, I happened to catch uh, the latter half of the Norwich Man City game. And I actually just saw it on Twitter because Men and Blazers, uh, another football podcast, <laughs> a very popular one. That is actually one. about football. Just, yeah, that is actually about football. Um, They just started, they had this all caps tweet. I'm like, oh my God, oh my God, oh my God, this is why I love football. Like all caps. I was like, what is happening? And I looked in and apparently Norwich, a newly promoted club, beats Man City. I don't know if it's at home. Was it at home? It was yeah. at Norwich, yeah. Oh, that's that's amazing. So, oh, is it is it Nor- Norwich? That's how you say it? It Not should Norwich. be Norwich because there's a W yeah, in there. Right? Anyway, Norwich beating Man City 3-2, I think. Yes. Yeah, 3-2. And the, I am I'm very happy for them. I don't even I'm not hating on Man City at all, but that is just anything can happen in the Premier League. Absolutely. I am very very excited. Yeah. Good job Norwich. Norwich. Good job guys. <laughs> Good job team. And you know what? Man City better luck next time. <laughs> it's so rare for us to yeah. say that to them. You win some, so, you lose sometimes. Exactly, exactly. But it's just so nice that it comes from a club that's just newly promoted and the fans were going wild and this is the number one team in the league. So yes. clearly a good time for everyone. Speaking of a good time, I guess we also had a good time, but we'll get back to that after the break. talk Tottenham Crystal Palace. So right before the game, Spurs official posted an Instagram story with a photo of Sun and the copy, Will Sun Shine? If only they enabled responses to their Instagram stories, we'd answer yes. Resounding yes. Resounding yes. Four goals in the first half. I wonder if our special guest, Toby, agrees. Yeah, it was a great result. I, I didn't get to watch it live. I have seen what I can of the highlights. But yeah, pity to miss such a such a dominating game. 
what a game. As things were happening, I was just like, this can't be real. Like, are we back to our form game? I don't know. What do you think? Yeah, so I, I was thinking that as well. Like, oh my gosh, is this, are we finally getting our groove back? And it was so good to see the players thinking along the same lines in like post-match interviews and post-match Instagram posts. I feel like there was that kind of message or sentiment coming from them. Like there was... Uh, an interview with Toby Alderweireld after, and he was saying that like it seemed like they were getting back whatever it was that they lost from last season. There's also a post from Lamella on Instagram saying that uh, it was a solid performance from the start. This is the way to keep going with a fist bump emoji and a flex emoji. So yeah, so it it, it's, it seemed like. Uh, Everyone is like, look what we can do when we have our shit together. Let's keep get, having our shit together for the rest of the season. Yeah, it, fe- it felt very how Sunny got his groove back, if, if you get that reference. But <laughs> it, it, it was just yeah. so interesting to see everybody confident. I'm not putting anything in Crystal Palace. I'm not sure where they are on the table. But they just looked like they were in to win. Like they came in strong. They came in very confident. And there was no hesitation. Yeah. Yeah, I wonder if it was like, what, was it an effect of the the international break like because everyone had so much success with their national teams that kind of pump people up and get people feeling confident again and bringing that confidence back into the Tottenham team and it was, it was talk sport talking about how before the game um, Mauricio had like an hour-long talk with everyone Ooh. Nobody knows what was said, but I guess it was effective or persuasive enough for everyone to like get their heads back in the game and, and perform really well. It is one of those games that makes you wonder where any of the media talk around Tottenham losing their edge has come from. It, it Now, after this game, that all seems just like a total fantasy because now it puts a completely different spin on the previous results, I think. Like Arsenal away, which was a good result against a terrible referee, which we talked about last time, and a good away result against Man City, a good comeback win against Aston Villa. So the only, you know, out of the ordinary result there is the Newcastle game at home. Just unusual because they packed the box and they showed a strategy that we haven't seen in a bit and they didn't really counterattack much at all. So uh, we definitely struggled against that, but that's a useful thing to have early in the season. I think, yeah, I'm, I'm really encouraged by this win because it just shows what we're capable of. And as Lamella says, and I think as they seem to say around the clubhouse, they're going to begin as they mean to go on. And yeah, there's no no stopping what this team can do, I think. I don't think there's many better counterattacking teams in the league so anybody who actually tries to play football against us and doesn't park the bus like newcastle and like chelsea a lot of the time you know is is really going to struggle to contain uh, tottenham's attack they were attacking like crazy yeah. if you look at the the goals it's i mean everything happened in the first half mm-hmm. i mean it, it was 4-0 what uh it's essentially like a goal every 10 minutes uh, and it, it felt almost the same so it was sunny at a 10 10 minute mark and then, and then we have Aurier. Oh, oh I, yeah. Aurier's assist. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, Aurier at the 21 minute mark, followed by another Sunny at the 23 minute mark. So just a two minute difference between those two. And then, of course, Lamella rounding out uh, the first yeah. half. Yeah, oh, good job, Lamella. Super good. I'm very happy to see him. Like, l- let's go into each of those goals, but at the 42 minute mark. So this is this made me 
really hopeful because you know how in the past, at least the past that I've seen, this squad tends to make goals at like the 90, 93rd minute um, goal, <laughs> one goal. That's true, yeah. Right? And now they packed it really strong in the first half. I don't know. Have you guys seen this before? Because it was very encouraging to me. Yeah, definitely. I mean, I think one of the things I saw just from the highlights, I'll, I'll watch more of the game later on, but one of the things that's unmissable is even when we're up 4-0, people are running like their life depends on it. And that's one of the things that frustrates me about some Tottenham fans is after one performance, people will jump on and criticize technical issues. And that's a bit unforgivable for me because people jumped on Sissoko last week for not having, you know, proficient shooting and stuff. And I was like, give the guy a break for 20, you know, for 90 minutes, he couldn't find a shot. But what you can criticize is like lack of effort. And I don't think that's something this team has ever showed. So that's where I get bummed out by fellow fans sometimes. Because it just even after we're up 4-0, oh no, it was the last goal, I think, when Sun played it to the right up the wing to Aurier. And just behind Sun is Sissoko just running like crazy to give him another option. So Sissoko is there to be an attacker as well and just put his best effort in. So I think everybody needs to be a little bit more supportive when we do have an off day against like Newcastle and we just... Yeah, maybe I'm just expecting some kind of Tottenham kumbaya, but... This is the safe Tottenham you, kumbaya you've circle. You've come to the right yeah. place. <laughs> this is what, Bring out the guitar, Patty. Yeah. This is what you came for. Maybe we need to call yeah. the home and away section the Tottenham kumbaya because, you know what? Yeah. We need it. I think this is like our, uh, how do you call it, support group? <laughs> yeah. And I think Wings proved the same thing as well. Like... Sissoko had his criticizers and and he shows that's a bit meaningless. And then Winks as well. Everybody's saying, oh, he passes sideways too much. He's not bold enough. Like, what is his position there? We don't win enough with him. And I think him, his performance in what I saw also shows that's not really true because especially playing with Ericsson, which I think is key, because it allows Ericsson to go forward more because they're both fabulous tackers. They're both, I think, as well as Dombele are top tacklers. So Winks being at the back, being a safe pair of hands, as a lot of people say he is, he can collect the ball out of the back. Everybody remembers Christian Eriksen losing the ball was against Man City last year. He lost it right outside our penalty area. That was the goal that was overturned for the, for the offside. But So Harry Winks can make that transition from the defense, allowing Eriksen to go and be the playmaker up front. And I think from the highlights, again, that it unleashed this kind of windmill thing where Lamella and Sun and Harry are just kind of whirling around the top. And you look at the defenders' heads, they have no idea where to look when the ball is moving left to right and Aurier's making run up the wing. And the fabulous ball from Toby to Sun was, I mean, you, yeah, you won't see a wild. better goal than that. That was unbelievable. I looked at, right before the match, I looked at the lineup. And the lineup just yeah. felt so solid. Like, I'm not, right. not knocking anybody in the team because obviously we want to look at every lineup and think, yes, this is the right lineup. But for the first time in this season, when I saw this lineup, it felt like this feels right. I don't know. Maybe it's yeah. because I'm so used to seeing Jan and Toby together. Nothing against Sanche. Like, again, I, I'm all for giving everybody a chance. But obviously, yeah. this is what works. I don't know. Given the results, like, is this the formula? I don't know. Yeah, I think, I mean, Aurier I, maybe hasn't won a lot of fans within the Tottenham crowd, but I think today showed when he can get his crosses in, he's got a lot of speed. He's got He presents a lot of danger um, to spread the field wide on the attack. So 
Yeah, that was really positive. But on the the announcer as well said maybe the the experiment of Sanchez is over at right back. And I really hope not. Like, I hope Pochettino sticks to it because Sanchez made that right back debut against away at Arsenal, which is not easy. So, I mean, and we still got a point. So I think it's worth having another go. We're going to need that depth until we get somebody else there. And I think he's more than capable of, of doing that when he, you know, maybe gets a bit more confident at it. Like, because we've had Eric Dyer was in a similar position when he's, I think in his past, he's been kind of floated between defensive midfield and center back. Um, I don't know if it was last year or the year before where he had to deputize, I think, for Toby or Jan a couple of times. And it does take time, but needs must. And I think Sanchez is more than capable of, of fulfilling that position. So I, I hope he gets more opportunities to do so. He also had a great, uh, well, I say, say great, some Brazilians were cheering on in the international break. He had quite a firm ta- tackle on Neymar and sent him careering into the boards. So some Brazilians aren't big fans of his, I guess, because they see his attitude as a bit of a problem and say he should be as good as Ronaldo and should be as good as all this kind of thing, but just has a bit of an attitude problem and has made some bad career choices. So I guess Sanchez won some Brazilian fans with a nice hard hip check. Apart from the lineup being awesome, I, I was it was nice to see Aurier on his first game. And I, I'm not Definitely. necessarily, yeah. I don't know much about him either just because I don't see him play ever. And He's not. He does have his socials and like, the crazy the child. Crazy child is his Instagram handle. handle. Yeah, but it was just nice to see a fresh face like make yeah. these goals. Yeah, totally. Yeah. And his cross to Sun was absolutely yeah gorgeous as well. You see Sun call for it at the back post, and and he must have seen him because he just floats it up beautifully for him. Really, really nice. Which I mean, during the international break, break Kane did a hat trick for England. And I was mm-hmm. like, bring some of that energy back, Harry. Yeah. Um, but I'm also glad that I mean he he brought it in like in his in his presence and his speed and all that. But it's just sure. so nice to see Eric Lamella making goal after goal this season. Yeah. What is this? Yeah. I don't want to mm-hmm. jinx it. I'm knocking on wood. Yeah. <laughs> now he's been really he's been really good. Well, he had a good preseason last year as well, didn't he? He did, yeah. So we thought that might be a bit of a breakout, but he had some injuries last year as well, didn't he? No, it's really encouraging to see him doing so well. Which leads me to, I mean, our last, of course, are the brace of the game. Sonny, so much love for him, but I think, I don't know, am I taking him for granted? He did two, and he's the last yeah. person I get to. Not that I'm not excited about it. I'm very, very excited. It's just that I was just more excited to see less familiar faces make goals. How about you guys? Yeah, I mean, he's showing again that there's really nothing he can't do. Like his technical ability, I think, is on, you know, is is up there with the best in the Premier League. He's definitely one of the most dangerous and the dangerous players in the league. So as illustrated by his the touch from from Toby's pass, just beautifully taken down in his stride. In fact, it's kind of swirling in the air as as he like looks over his shoulder and it has to adjust his run. So it's like a wide receiver and. American football receiving his pass and he's able to track the ball in the air like that and take it down with his hip. It's absolutely incredible technical skill. And then does that neat little shimmy, fakes the the shot and then pulls it back to the near post, which is just completely throws the keeper off. He looks absolutely desperate. And then the side foot volley as well was 
amazing as well. Like really, really nice technical finish. And then the, the goalie you feel like collapse is like a half second too late when he knows it's already past him. Like just out of frustration. I thought that was really funny. He probably did think it was funny, but we did. Uh, yeah, he did think it was just, funny, but yeah. Good job, Sunny. Always bringing sunshine yeah. into our lives. Yeah, there's a lovely description of Sun that I saw in a like BBC match report where they say Sun Hyung Min is the shining light in a scintillating attacking display. And I thought sh- the words shining light were just super, super cute and super, super lovely. It's like straight out of a boy band song's lyrics. Where Sunny, <laughs> Sunny belongs. Sunny fits right in with a boy band. And <laughs> yeah. yeah, what what a light. I... Yeah, and he lifts up all his all his teammates too, I think. Like he did that nice gesture of, the person who makes the assist like just lays on a beautiful ball for you instead of running to the corner he you know runs to Aurier and they celebrate together so he's obviously a good team teammate and you know just a team player. yeah he didn't use i wouldn't call it a celebration but after he scored the goal he did like a i don't know like a helicopter with his hand i don't know how that yeah. was but i think it was like yeah, calling out the whole team was that like a was that like he's he, done that before it was, yeah, it was yeah, everybody yeah. i don't know you guys can't yeah. see me this is a podcast i am making a hand gesture that no one can see <laughs> except like, imagine your arm as a propeller of a helicopter exactly you know how when you have, you're in calisthenics <laughs> class and they say or a windmill make big circles with your arms that's what he was doing mm-hmm. with one hand That's and i feel like it was doing. a nice gesture so and everyone <laughs> hugging again i can't i'm never gonna be over it yes yeah, speaking of things we'll never be over we we tweeted about this during the game so during the broadcast uh in the middle of the game they cut to the director's stand and spectating is david beckham so i'm immediately thinking oh my gosh he's watching is he secretly a fan has he been one all along is he like sitting there wishing that he played for Tottenham? And as we were overanalyzing this earlier today, we spotted a headline, an article from TalkSport with a super clickbaity headline. <laughs> of course. I'm just going to pull it up because this headline is wonderfully clickbaity. Uh, Beck's regrets. David Beckham told Mauricio Pochettino he, quote, wished he'd played for Tottenham. Mm-hmm. After Crystal Palace demolition. So you read that. And of course you click through. And you read some more. And you discover it's because he loves the stadium. And he thinks the stadium is incredible. But I'm just going to continue to believe that it's because the team is amazing. And Poch is the best. I mean, Poch and Bex. Poch and Bex. We'll never be over. Poch and Bex. Yeah, no, what a game. What a... It was a nice comeback from international break. And I look forward to the craziness that will occur in the next couple of weeks. Yep. I think we have seven games in 21 days to look forward to. That is nuts. Which is going to be wild. That is nuts. I'm both scared and excited, uh, but that means lots of content for us to discuss. Yeah. No, I think there were some other interesting results too. I, I, I mean, it looks like some of the traditional top six are, you know, maybe going to... Well, let's see. Because, man, you beat Leicester, who, and Leicester's been doing really well, so they finally got a, a victory. Chelsea also won, so we're still all kind of le- level-pegging with them, so... Some people refer to Arsenal as scum, but I don't like that. It, it's a bit, it's a bit mean, but they are also winning at the moment. <laughs> My teammate they, technically is an Arsenal fan, and I, I've been very conflicted about this given the uh, long uh, rivalry between the clubs. But I, again, I have no, I have no personal grudges, so that's that's strange. Right, I, I couldn't call them. Scum I'm either. sure they have some. Yeah, I'm sure they have some mean names for us as well so it's, <laughs> it's, it's, it's all, all in good fun it like, all evens out. at the end of the day if, yeah if people like football that's that's the best we can hope for so 
Thank you again. Yeah, my pleasure. And we're back, guys. We are, of course, coming into our highlights on social media, our favorite topic of the week, where we get to actually do the stalking of the Spurs. So uh, this week, Acid and I are um, actually highlighting our favorite ones, among other many, many things, just because uh, there are those social posts that are a bit closer to our hearts and we can uh, get a bit more passionate about them. You know how the days, like the day or two leading up to a game there's always like a, a blitz yes. of training photos that spurs official posts and the players themselves post and they're always uh i guess you would assume taken by official team photographers and they're kind of given to the players maybe and like told hey take your pick post i something. always wonder how those get distributed actually so, is like is it like an email chain? Yeah. Are they on a thread? Is it via WhatsApp? Is there a folder that they can just go into? Is it a drive? What are the logistics of how this goes about? I am very curious. Yeah. And like, how does the deciding which to post go? Is it like the, each of the team's social media teams that kind of goes through the photos and shortlists some and like writes out some captions and gets the players to approve it? Or like how much autonomy do they have? Do they just go on and post or... I'm actually yeah, super I'd curious also to know. know which of the players have a full social media team versus like consultants and versus mm-hmm. someone who's just like doing it on the fly. So going back to, your, to the yeah. training photos, sorry, I digress. Yeah, yes. So we, we ended up having a similar version of this conversation on like chat through Instagram inspired by these two posts that, that I've chosen for this week. Um, one of them is a, a post from Eric Dyer with Lucas Mora. And it's a photo of them half hugging, I guess, like side by side during training with a caption that says, my Brazilian brother, Tamo Junto Irmão. I'm sure I'm mispronouncing that, which is Portuguese for my Brazilian brother. Um, And yeah, to go with that, there is a really cute, similarly themed photo from Wanyams with Davis. Um, Also during training, also looking like they're having a really fun time. They're sitting down on the grass together, and the caption is Ooh. "with the King of Wales." So I guess I sent you. So I sent you these on Instagram with like speculation that oh my gosh, were they were they briefed? Was everyone given a brief at the start of the day? Hey, choose a photo of yourself with someone from another, from Theme. representing another nation, and post with like a really nice happy caption recognizing the country they're from. So that's that's when we started speculating. Oh, are they given like a general brief or a general theme of photos to post? Maybe there is like the, it's a very formulaic thing they do, like uh, training hard, game ahead. Like it's always very in that direction, mm-hmm, action oriented mm-hmm. towards a game, preparing for a yes. three or like whatever. Uh, and now it's very specific to brotherhood or like this other, like my friend, the blah, blah. Yes. And yeah, diversity. I, I, like it. I like this diversity. <laughs> Uh, yeah. What's your second one? Mm, yeah, also within the general pairs category. So the Crystal Palace game, if anyone was watching the live coverage of it, you're sure to have spotted the, the cuts to David Beckham spectating. And Spurs official Twitter posted a quick video of David Beckham walking through the tunnel and right before he walks through, he kind of shares like a quick greeting with, with Mauricio. And they shared it with the caption, Potch and Bex, which I love. Who doesn't love a pun? <laughs> I love a pun. And I know that that is a very niche pun for yes. um, fans of Bex and 
posh exactly spice, yeah so i was scrolling was through just... twitter and i saw it and i initially read it as posh and dex i was like oh my god victoria beckham was it was at the stadium Winning. and it was only like a second later that i realized oh it's potch i love this pun this I pun love was this for pun. me congratulations i think uh potch is actually what is he i mean the the obvious one is a sporty spice but mm. we, would he could he be a posh spice like a, a posh he seems kind of posh actually he could be he could be is yeah, he a ginger sure. a secret ginger i'm not sure he'd be a ginger i think he would be posh actually yeah. Right? Quite the like pun was appropriate. <laughs> what about you, Patty? What what's your what were your favorite posts among the bajillion posts this week? I really like your picks of the week, as it and my pick of the week is I mean, this has already been a sunny filled episode, but I wanna throw on more sun because who doesn't want sun in our days? Sunny, who is very, very rarely posting on social these days. You know, sometimes not even connected to the game he which we'll get into more later but he basically has a post of him looking very fashion he's in like a long trench coat with shades on and like jeans it looks like dark jeans and like white sneakers very just very chic with really gorgeous shades and he's alone standing leaning against a ledge and he is with the backdrop of the london eye and just like oh like influencer street style star that's that's the vibe i'm getting it does not give me and i know football stars love fashion and i know they love handing it up but sunny does it in a very understated Mm -hmm. hype beast kind of way like it's never like oh look at like the brands i'm wearing or look at like all the bling I'm sporting. Like, it's not it's not knocking on anyone that does that either. Like, that's their thing. But Sunny's is very fashion. It's very yes. editorial. It's, yeah. I love it. Embrace it, Sunny. Lean into this. So effortless. You're right. Um, and he basically, and okay, that's the picture, right? But the caption, actually, I was like, oh, that's your caption? Like, <laughs> so it starts off with a Korean caption and then it goes into like, hope you have a heartwarming Korean Thanksgiving. <laughs> Um, wishing you and your family all the happiness and then like a bunch of emojis hashtag koi's but I'm also like alright Sunny like this is the this is the mark of a true influencer exactly yes the caption has nothing to do with (laughs) with the image the image looks cool the image is fashion the image is a Thanksgiving post but make it fashion (laughs) it just blew my mind and uh, I love him I love him so much and I think we have spoken at length of how much we love him and this post make me makes me love him more so it's it's just uh sunny we miss you on ig please come back the thing we love if we could not like love anything more about that photo it was one of the comments one of the top comments was from the number one sun fan in the world kevin vimmer he posts a single word and two emojis all he says is model i love it so that was my second pick. But Kevin Wimmer, Wimmer, as you mentioned, is Sonny's number one fan and cheerleader. And I mean, clearly it is a, a brotherhood and like a best friend, like Bud, ride or and die. Fan club you know, president um, thing. Fan club president. But <laughs> I love that he has a comment on every single Sonny post. He does. And they're always so sweet. They're always like goat, one word, and the goat emoji. Or they're always exactly. like love you bro or, or something love you bro or i think this friendship is precious it is yes so sunny was at bayern leverkusen and i think they met when he moved 
to Tottenham. Got it. And Got it. Uh, I guess my theory about why they became such good friends was that when Sonny moved over, um, his English, it was still like learning English. And I guess the language he was more comfortable with was German. And Wimmer was, I think, at the time, the only other German-speaking person on the club. So that's well, my theory it. about how they, they hit that's it a, off so well. That's a great theory, but also just, I am in love with this friendship. Uh, I agree, model. I agree. Yeah. That is my pick of the week. The takeaway is that find someone who comments on your posts like Kevin Vimmer does on Suns. Uh, also, quick sidebar. Everyone calls themselves the world's biggest Sun fan, I think. That title belongs to Vimmer. So if anybody knows exactly. Vimmer, we would love to have him on this show. And we can all just <laughs> fangirl and fanboy about Sunny together. Yes. That's it. I, I concur. Um, Kevin Vimmer, <laughs> I know we are clearly nowhere in your scope or radar. But you know what? The internet has done many, many more things crazier than this. And I think... I think we need to manifest this into the world. So you know what? Why not just aim for Sunny? But okay, let's start with Vimmer. <laughs> let's let's go for Vimmer. <laughs> More stuff on the Sunny train. I think another thing we wanted to talk about was a really sweet video from Sky Sports Football where they sit down with Sunny and go through his old Instagram posts. When he used to post. When he used to post. Like anyone going through Instagram posts, even just a year or two old, there's so much, like, I guess, cringing and embarrassment from San. Like, he looks he looks at his, like, old photos, that, like, screen grabs from Snapchat, where he has the dog ears and dog nose, and he's like, what were you thinking, Sonny, <laughs> to himself? And it's just such That's a sweet video. I like it that he now cares about his grid and mm. that back then, like clearly his aesthetic was w- nowhere near what he is now. And I think, yes. like, it's okay, you can archive these images yeah. if you wanted to. But I like that he's probably not even that savvy to, or doesn't care actually to, to, to do the archiving, but he was so adorable in that video. Yeah. There's, a, there's another sweet moment where they pull up an old photo of him in Delhi and then I think the host asks, what, what do you see? And he looks down at the iPad where he sees Delhi's photo and he says, I see my brother. Which is so sweet. <laughs> Too much. I mean, I, I have no words. I'm, I'm literally choking up thinking about them because it's just so pure. This friendship, <laughs> Sunny's friendship with all these other players is just, this is a love fest for Sunny and I'm sure they all feel the same way. Yeah, still on the sunny train. Spurs official posts on their YouTube and, of course, cross posts everywhere else. This video of Sunny and some, I think, Tottenham youth, like academy people, and they're they're basically doing like learn each other's language, which which I found, I mean, a a bit. I thought it was just gonna be London slang, but I guess they were trying to be inclusive, wherein they show these kids Korean words, and I'm like, they're never gonna read this. None of them were <laughs> Korean, but I mean, also, so okay. Let me just take this step by step. Those kids look like they couldn't have given a fuck to be in that video. <laughs> I would have screen tested these children yeah. and have been like, I want engaging children. Yes. I want children that, that have facial expressions. I want children that are giving me life because they were giving me none of that. And I'm like, yeah. you're in front of Sunny. You're going to appear in Spurs officials, all our socials. Look like you are eager to be there. Yes. Uh, I was a bit disturbed, but anyway, Sunny, yeah. it starts off with a, a short clip of Sunny going like, I'm a Tottenham boy now. And like, it's just, 
Ugh, this child can do no wrong. He was just really rolling with the punches, get, going along with the premise yeah. of this entire video. Even if you probably thought it was stupid, it didn't look like it. Like, come on, kids. You're in front of Sunny. Act with respect. Yeah, so one of them was giving some sass as well. Like, there was yeah. one word that I, I can't remember which one it was, but Sunny didn't, like, immediately get it. And then one of the kids goes, it's not that complicated. I'm like... Uh, excuse me. Oh, what? You I'm don't sorry. have to be here. <laughs> exactly. Can you shoot from like the half line? No, you can't. Get out of my face. Like, children, respect. Seriously. <laughs> anyway, that was, I, I thought it was funny, like from the sunny side, but I have to admit, I skipped the kid portions because mm-hmm. I'm like, I can't. Yeah. I can't deal with the kids. Sorry, kids. Not sorry. Last week, actually, Tottenham Hotspur women had their first game in the top tier ever and during the last episode we were talking about this and how we've noticed support from Fernando Llorente for the women like uh, he's the only one who follows their Instagram for example and we noticed that like we didn't see anyone else from the team showing any level of or any visible support for them but this week that changed so this week there's a video they heard us yeah they heard us they're obviously (laughs) listening to this podcast they're Someone from their team is one of the four people who've ever listened to this. Um, Yeah, so they posted a a video of Juan Foyt and Lucas Mora um, wearing the new third kit, which we'll get into later, wishing the Tottenham Hotspur women's team luck. So I thought that was a a sweet thing for them them to do, and it would be awesome to to see more of that and have each of the players' social media teams click follow on the Tottenham Hotspur women Instagram. That is basic. Follow is the most basic. I think it needs to be mandated in their contracts. I don't care if it's not like sincere but come on guys support yeah. right like we are what we are one tottenham and all that that's the least they could do but yay for this one step in the right direction yeah good job guys good job guys speaking of the third kit that they wore mm-hmm. uh in that video that we we finally see the new third kit and i i was i was like oh that's the third kit i am it's not my favorite kit mm. I, i'll admit that uh, things the pros things i like about it i like the collar the the neckline right it, it, it's not the usual at least i haven't seen a kit in a while with a actual button and a collar which i don't know how comfortable that is for the players who are actually playing in it don't you feel like you're getting mm-hmm. like strangled i don't know <laughs> but i like it i like it because i i, I think i've seen like the old holstein the mm, holstein um, kits yes. that have that do have collars so i'm like all right, I like this throwback, except that those kits were much larger because they were baggy. Those were the days. And now it's very fit. So I think the people, like, they got a couple of people to model these things. I think um, Lo Chelsea's one of them, Sassignon's another. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, everyone's modeling them. But yay, they all look good in it. The color is interesting. Yeah. I'm not the biggest fan of the color mm, of the shirt. Neither uh, am I. I know third kits tend to go... Like all over the place with colors, but it just wasn't my thing. I, I think you can do an aqua or a teal in a nicer tone. I feel like this was much more saturated than I'd like it to be. It doesn't feel like in line. Maybe I, I wanted like a deep navy or like a, a, just a cooler color. This one just felt too like in yeah, your face. It was uh, almost neon, like highlighter blue. blue. It was almost that. Yeah. It is stabilo blue. It is stabilo. That is the color. And I guess that's why, I don't know, maybe I have... It wasn't also my favorite highlighter color. Let me just be real. I like yellow or orange. Yeah, same here. It was my third favorite stabilo color. Third kit, third favorite. (laughs) But yeah. (laughs) 
Third but kit, yeah, I'm, I'm in the in the same place. It's not the the collar, like the neckline, was nice. I think everything yeah. else about it gives it like a corporate giveaway, <laughs> corporate team building <laughs> clothing that your office gives you and asks you to wear on like the offsite. The offsite, but you know what? Maybe this is the Spurs offsite shirt, and they were like, "Whoops, we forgot to design a third kit. Let's, Let's just, just use, use it for that third kit." Yeah. I, I, I'm not surprised. I'm not oh, surprised. Well. Hopefully, we never use it. <laughs> <laughs> Hopefully, we never have to use it. But can you imagine going into the Champions League wearing that? Because like mm, the third kit's been our lucky kit, right? The third kit is what we wore. That's true. That's true. <sighs> so, I don't know, man. Moving on to the next post. Oh, oh my gosh. Harry Kane. His social media team is amazing. Killing so the, yeah, this this week um, on the fifth of September, he posted on Twitter a series of images. They were photos of handwritten and hand drawn letters from some of his youngest fans, and they're so sweet. One of them is from a kid named Ryan, who's drawn himself and Harry in football kit with a football. He he wishes him congratulations. And spells congratulations with a K and an SH, which is super sweet. And and Harry just shares these photos and his replies to them. It's it's a great set of content. It's so good. Like the brand of Harry Kane is wholesome.com. You just want to be him. Yeah. Like it is role model material. He is so good with the kid content. And, yeah. and, and in a very earnest way. And that's what I love about it. Yeah. So earnest that his fans still write him handwritten letters. Where are they finding these kids? Where are they finding oh these kids? Oh my god, these also, kids still what exist. what address do they send it to? Yeah. What address Hi. are they sending <laughs> 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 to? the the locker room at Tottenham Hotspur uh, maybe, maybe Stadium. Maybe Hotspur Way. Maybe. 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 Yeah. Speaking of children. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of children, I think Speaking our last of, uh, of the social media roundup, a child of our own, uh, Skippy, <laughs> Oliver Skip, uh, was featured in a, it was actually some fan post on Twitter that I happened to find because Skippy, our intern, now looks like a man, like a full grown adult. I, I don't know when this happened. Did I sleep and I woke up from the summer and suddenly he's a man? He used to look like a pre-puberty 14-year-old boy. And now, in the third kid, he looks like a proper yeah, he looks, man. Yeah, he looks properly uncle-like now. Yeah. yeah. Like, he skipped the entire adult phase and just went straight into uncle. Um, But the, the point is, I'm Skippy. I always thought, like, oh, look at this precious child, precious child. <laughs> and now it's like, oh, all right. He's not a child anymore. Yeah. Although, on this post that you're referring to, the first comment asks, why does he look 10 and 30 at the same time? Which is valid. <laughs> Which is a valid. I guess he's one of those, you know, those rulers where from one angle you see one thing and then you just tilt it a little bit and then you see a different <laughs> image. It's almost like that. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like one of those like, you, you close your left yeah. eye, you see this photo. You close your right eye, it's you Skippy see the, the intern. Photo. It's Skippy the uncle. It's Skippy the intern. It's Skippy the uncle. <laughs> It's amazing, but also, it's literally seeing people grow up before your eyes, so... <laughs> Skippy, welcome yeah. to adulthood. It's a hard one, but y- y- you'll get by. Yeah, sorry, I realize if someone's listening just now, they might think this is like a hate podcast. Not at all, this is coming from a place of love. A place of love. I, I love Skippy, and I think I think it's more mature. <laughs> it's just like, good job, Skippy, you're growing up. I approve. <laughs> 
Yeah, finally. So we're we're getting younger and younger. Our final topic under Social Media Roundup. This is where we award the Tottenham Hotspur Baby of the Week. This week's baby, the winner is... Drumroll. Ayla Alderweireld. Congrats, girl. So during the international break, Toby shared an Instagram story. Unfortunately, they expired because I'd love to like revisit that photo. It was an Instagram story of Ayla. It looked like she was sitting in front of like a dining set and she was in a pink dress with her legs crossed and you can you can just see like her chubby little toes underneath her dress and she was looking really really cute. She looks a lot like I, both her parents. She's amazing. Very sweet. Like, I know we say this every week and I mean she's been winning. Clearly tough competition this week though. Yeah, so <laughs> There's new competition, huh? There is, there is. Because Lucas Mora's wife gave birth to a second son. I think, is the name Pedro? I think, Pedro, I think yeah. Pedro is the name. And, I mean, I haven't really seen the baby because, obviously, she just gave birth. But might give Ayla a run for her money. Who mm-hmm. knows? But, but until then, until then, reigning champion. Congrats, Ayla. Congrats, Ayla. it for a show this week thank you again for joining us thank you thank you we've done four of these now and honestly i'm 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 really um, pleasantly surprised and uh, how i've enjoyed this experience uh so thanks to toby and thanks to acid uh thanks thanks everyone thank you thanks guys for coming on we will see you in a week or so plus uh in seven games in 21 days it's gonna be a busy month ahead that sounds tiring for them, but also tiring for us, but excited. Exci- excited <laughs> yeah. to do this. Uh, so we'll see you guys when we see you. Uh, thanks again for listening. Come on, you Spurs! <laughs>